Amendola here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Weeknights 6 to 8. Tomorrow we will be in for Greeny at 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 1000. I saw this story earlier today and I thought it was interesting. Did you see this story? After testing four-day work weeks, employees report less stress and better work-life balance. Do you see this study that was done in Britain? Yeah, they've done this. It was the trial of the four-day work week in Britain. It's billed as the world's largest trial of this kind, and they found an overwhelmingly majority of 61 companies that participated in this this, uh, study that the companies have all decided that having a four-day work week Mm -hmm. is the best way to go about their business. Uh, They've made the same amount of money. They have less stress. They have shorter hours, and they focus on no-stress work-life balance. And this is a study that was just conducted. You you probably will see it on on the news later tonight. You'll Mm -hmm. see it on all the different websites. I saw the story on the Tribune's website. Uh, The story that, like... They've studied it, and the results are people prefer to work four days a week. Yeah. And companies are not – what was the fear in the past, right? If you don't work all five days in a week, Mm -hmm. right, that you're you're logging the 40-hour work week. And let's be honest. Who's actually working 40 hours a week, right? Most people are logging 50, 60 hours in a work week, right? People are working – and it's all they do. It's all. It's all. It's the only thing that consumes mm-hmm. their entire life. Mm-hmm. And they are finding that the companies have had more success with the four day work week than they had with the five days, and that employees say they're seventy one percent less burned out, thirty nine percent less stressed, and forty eight percent more satisfied with their job during the trial than what they were beforehand. So my question is like. If I'm a comp to like the logistics of this, right? Like, obviously, yes, this is better for health, for mental health and for all that kind of stuff. But like, I feel like also if you give people like, let's be honest, how many people do you think work at a company where it's whether you're remote or not? uh, Let's just call them like, you know, like, like cubicle jobs like the office type jobs desk, or like desk, desk jobs, jobs. Yeah, yeah desk jobs where yeah, whether you're in sales or whether you're in finance or whether you're you know in uh in it or whatever it is right like if you got if you were just told do all your work for the day and then you can leave like how much more company time are you wasting like at work, oh, I'm right? Sure a ton. Where you're like you're, I'm sure there's you're taking of- longer bathroom breaks. Yeah. You're taking a five minutes, ten minutes extra lunch. Yeah, morning coffee, afternoon you're coffee, playing a little solitaire lunch. on your phone. Yeah, you're, you're doing you're taking all kinds extra of long things. poops, like all that yeah, kind of why stuff. Not? That's my point. Of course, like like we're here for like I can't I can't get in and mess, get out. I can't mess around for two hours. Like we're on. Like I can't just be. I can't talk faster and do the show in an hour and a half and get to go home, right? Well, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. That's a fair point. You can't you can't host the show faster, faster. to then leave earlier. That's not here's how what this I think works. the bears should do. I don't know. Just leave like halfway through the we're, segment. We're, we're not on like one and a half speed. No, we, no, no, we no. We're not a podcast that, like, that you can not, just speed up. I mean, if you're listening to us as a podcast, then yeah, you could do that. But that's for you. My point is that like if you were just told you have to do your work, 
You have to hit your your whatever quotas or goals or whatever is set for you, your benchmarks, and then you can leave. I'm sure people would, one, get more done in less amount of time. You would have a better quality of life. But also, like, so if I'm getting an extra day off per week, yeah. that also means I get less vacation time, I assume, right? Because it's based on a five, like, your vacation days are based on a five-day work week. Maybe. And so if you're working X amount of days during the year, so I would imagine you would get you would get 20% less of, because if you're working five days, you take one off, it's 20%, you would get 20% less. But a lot of companies now, a lot of these new fandangled companies give unlimited pay time off. Yeah, except that's that's a flaw. It is a flaw because no one ever takes it. Well, and I've also read that it's not that no one takes it. It's that you don't get granted to take the time off. So you have unlimited. They they get you to sign to join the company. Mm -hmm. And then when you put in for the time off, you don't actually get said time off there's Mm -hmm. always a reason to why you can't right there's this coming up there's that there's we need you for this and then it's it's a total wouldn't be me it's a total lie and also isn't it based on the idea that if you don't allot the time off when you fire someone you don't have to pay that out correct so it's a way for big companies you know big business to get away with trying to say you're doing something nice for employees when really you're not at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, The article says that of the workers, 60% say it's easier to balance work and responsibilities at home. 73% reported increased satisfaction within their lives. 73% of the people saying that their lives are more enjoyable. So, you know, you mentioned how the weekends are longer, and they actually, someone talked about it. They were in, interviewing someone for this study, and they said the nice thing is you get a day to do your chores, cleaning, housework, anything that you need to do around the house, and then you can spend two days to see your friends and family mm-hmm. and just enjoy stuff in your life. So we're, we're like today or in, in a normal seven-day work week, right? Mm-hmm. You get to the weekend. Usually, I would imagine most people, because it's the way that I do it. It's how me and my wife do it. It's like we have a day where we're doing fun stuff. And then we have a day where it's like mostly chores slash going to the store. Costco, Slash doing things that you have to do to get ready for the next week, to Mm -hmm. to set up the next week. Whether it be uh, meal prepping, planning, Mm -hmm. uh, all that stuff that goes in. Cleaning. That all gets lumped onto Sundays. Right? And like that's what you do. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and you really get one fun day to yourself to do whatever you want mm-hmm. with the, the current setup that we have with five work days. Here's what I would imagine is also true in, in these companies that have done this, right, is that society is not on a five-day week. And by that, I mean the most important thing for these people that might be filling out these surveys or, or doing the study is that their kids are still in school on Friday or Monday, whatever day they have off. So they get a day at home. Because imagine if you've got two, three kids running around, your Saturdays and Sundays, your soccer, basketball, baseball, you're running all over, you're taking them to play dates, you got to take them to the store with you, you got to do all that crap, right? Whereas if you have a day that's like Monday or Friday, that's where they still have to go to school, but you're home from work, how much more things are you getting done around the house when your kids are done, which where your kids are gone, which leads to more peace of mind because you don't have to worry about finding time to do all that stuff and take care of your kids at the same time because they're at school. Like I would imagine that that's a strong percentage of why people enjoy this, right? 
The companies that participated in this study in Britain, uh, they say the revenue was not affected by going to a 40-hour work week to a 32-hour work week, removing that fifth day and going to a a four-day-a-week work week. Uh, I would say this. Abdal, would you be a fan? Um... I think it depends. Something you're looking forward to? No, no, no. I think it depends, right? I might want that extra day like on Wednesday. Hmm. Like, because for what we do, right? For what we specifically do. Like, hear me out. I wouldn't want to have a a broken up week. Hear me out. Hear me out. Right? I like the routine. Because you and I, we we do a lot of football. I like the routine of the football season. And I always like gearing things towards the football season. Sure. I like being here on Monday to recap everything we saw on Sunday and talk to Bears fans about the games. All right. I also like being here on Friday to preview everything and to talk about whatever we saw on Thursday and to do all that kind of stuff. I feel like Wednesday or Tuesday is kind of like the dead day. So we're like, you could have, like, if I wasn't here Wednesday, uh, be fine with it. Why can't you just do your your prep for the weekend, your previewing stuff on on Thursday? Thursday? I don't know. It just feels like Friday. I football would rather, Friday. Because football Thursday doesn't sound the same as football Friday. I don't like the choppiness of two on, a day off, two on, now we're off. I don't like that. I would rather just be gone for the three days. Well, and you come could. Back. I mean, listen, you could take, but then you could take a, you could take Thursday, Friday off. You could have a really long weekend. Sure. Of course. Of course super you can long, do that. Super long weekend. Well, you got to work a little. Well, here's the thing though. This is, if I'm, if I'm a, if I'm a big businessman, this is the slippery slope. Well, well now you want four. Next thing you're going to want three. Next thing you're only going to want three days. You're well, going to tell me that it's more productive to have only three days. If revenue isn't dropping and, and we're happier. Well, and then we're, we're going to do hard. studies about three days. <laughs> you're only working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday now. And then we're only working Mondays. Wouldn't that be nice? And then talk about a case of the Mondays. We're, all work, we're working 20 hours a day on Monday, and that's it. Yeah, but Monday is also Friday, so it'd be fun. It, I guess it would be. The first half of the day would be a slog, and, yeah. then, and then the second half would be fun. It's the first day of the week, but it's also Hawaiian T-shirt day. <laughs> all right, I, I saw that story today, and I thought it was interesting. Big study overseas, uh, four-day work week. And it's the largest of its kind. And they found an overwhelmingly majority of the companies, 61 of them that participated from June to December, that they are going to keep the shorter hours and the shorter work week, four days a week. Think of like how our society would change if America was just like, hey, four day work week, everyone like you could do like as far as like the sports landscape would change day games on fridays like you could spread everything out more sure thursday night football friday nice. day you could turn thursday night football into like friday day football like you could you could do so much more all right i'm a fan of this let's do this what if what if you and i let's propose this yeah keith and danny <laughs> you're, if, you're going to them with this already what if, yeah, we haven't even discussed why what don't, we're going i think to you pitch. need an outline before you do why this don't yeah, we, I mean, no, 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 i'm not going to them yet i say the three of us need to outline this first but why don't we they, don't, why don't we don't we, need a short work don't week we, the baseball season's about the start why we're don't gonna we be here hear, for 30 minutes a night why, why do don't you, we hear a good karma brands be on the forefront oh on the forefront yeah four years four why days a week yeah why don't the way yeah why don't they when they say thanks when america says thank you who are they going to be thanking good karma brands you're you're gonna walk yourself right into six days a week I'm not, with that. Are you, I'm, I'm telling what, you right now. What do you mean I'm walking myself into six days? What do you mean I'm walking? <laughs> what do you mean I'm walking? I love hosting Chicago's college tailgate with you. 
I love it. We're here six days a week during the whole football season. Chicago's college tailgate is one of the highlights of my week. And I'm not being sarcastic. It literally is. Stephen Bourbonnet, you're oh, no, on ESPN 1000. Me. Oh, no. See? Oh, thank, thank you guys for bringing Sold. me on because this is actually a, a poignant question. The British have it right with the four-day work week or five, you know, even five days. Just keep it at five days. Keep it real simple. I work six days a week, nine hours a day right now. Tuesday is my day off. Okay. Okay. It doesn't do anything for me, really. Sometimes right. I get Sundays off once in a while. But, but that's, that's, you know, I feel like you're, all, you're always going to have that, Steve. Like, you're always going to have people. Sure. Like, when Chris and I were working, when we were exclusively producing nights, like, going to Target at, like, 11 a.m. on a Tuesday when no one's there. Dude, like, the it's, best. it's great, isn't that is it? It's the best. It's yeah. great. It's awesome. Grocery and like, shopping. And now, yep. Exactly. And think about the turnaround. You guys get off at 8 o'clock tonight, and you got to fill in for Greeny tomorrow. The turnaround, that's, that's not ideal. Not ideal. I'm not but sleeping. Steve, I'm not you know sleeping what? anyway. We Steve. fight through it, yeah. Steve. We'll be here 10 sure. a.m. tomorrow morning. Yeah, we're not digging ditches here, yeah, Steve. Yeah. We're talking. We're, we're all champions. Like, we're all we're champions. I'm, sports, I'm like man. that bum in Frankfurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> bum. We're all bum. champions except for that dude. Um, <laughs> you know, you should have played Cisco the thong song and changed it to the, the bum, the bum, bum, bum yes, song. Yes. yes. Mm. Or yeah, nah, that's that was lame. My bad. It's okay. I had a whole thing. That's all right. Bum joke, Steve. One new idea. Yes, One new idea. Don't know if it's a hot take or not. What if we hold that number one pick for the Bears as King Ransom? Keep Justin Fields. Maybe get two first round picks. Trade down to four. Get Jalen Carter or Will or uh, you know Jalen Smith. Or, I don't know Will Smith kids or Jalen Carter. I don't know what what that Will Anderson. Will Anderson Jr. Yeah. Okay, go. Will Smith. Can is that is that a possibility where we could draft a quarterback, hold him, and trade him in, in, for the second or third pick? You know what I mean? Hmm. Well, that's essentially what you're line. doing. If you sure, sure. whether you draft a quarterback or trade the the number one pick, you're essentially doing that by trading that, mm-hmm. because everyone assumes that pick is going to be a quarterback. So right, but but we hold on to Justin Fields though. We keep Justin. Obviously, the obvious answer. Um, but just use that leverage. I don't know. I was just, you know, just tweaking my brain, just yeah. thinking of, of ways to get more. Yeah, thanks for the call, Steve. Appreciate you. I, I'd say this. Yeah, I, I understand the idea. Take take the quarterback and then say you're going to turn it around and trade it to a team in the moment. Yeah. Unfortunately, I would be afraid of not getting the most that you could get for the pick before the quarterback selected. Like, what if this is a year... Uh, I know it's it's a situation that's totally unbelievable. What if there's a GM out there who needs a quarterback and he thinks the one that is not the top guy, in fact, if there's three of them, he's the third of the options, is the guy and is willing to give up anything to go get that one guy. You talking about Jerry Jones moving up for Will Levis? No, I'm talking about what took place here yes, when our GM yeah. went and moved up to get Mitchell moved Trubisky. Up one spot, yeah. Like, there is the possibility that if that player is not selected, it could be a rogue team that has a terrible scouting system with mm-hmm. a GM who just is bad, who wants to move all the way up to get Will Levis yeah. at one, say the Carolina Panthers, or or yeah, maybe the Dallas Cowboys or the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. You know, someone just wants to go nuts and go get Will Levis at one. That's going to play into the Bears' hands. Absolutely. But if you take Bryce Young and they say, oh, good, our guy's going to be there, we'll wait. 
then you don't you don't have the same leverage. No, I, I agree with you. I, it's supply and demand. Like right now, you have a bunch of teams that want that number one pick, whoever they want. It doesn't matter who they want. And I think that if you trade, if you draft Bryce Young, and you like people say, oh, we'll hold on to him until a quarterback gets hurt, then you have all the leverage. You don't because you're only negotiating with one team. You don't have all the leverage. That team is the one that, or they could just say, we don't want him. That's fine. Uh, Keith said he's sold, by the way. Four days a week. Four days a week. Lock it in? I don't know if we're locking. I think we can pencil it. <laughs> pencil it in? We can light, lightly pencil. <laughs> Mechanical pencil? Lightly, lightly pencil it Pencil in. then four days a week. There you go. Remember, those, remember those pens that erased? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Maybe one of those. The magic pens? Yeah. Like it had like the weird eraser and yeah. you're like that. Like On the top it. of the cap. Yeah. 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 Like what was that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you weird kid. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you it doing a, with that It was pen? a weird time. <laughs> that was great. Okay. Four days a week. You're at ESPN 1000. <laughs> lightly pencil it in. Lock it in. No, lightly pencil it in. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black, Black, Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. I was listening to Captain J. Hood earlier today, as I do every day. Adam, did you hear uh, Jonathan reference Aaron Rodgers coming out of his little hole <laughs> like he's a groundhog? Did yeah, you hear that? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he dug a hole and he's in that hole until he decides on what to do. And he'll see his shadow. And then, and then he then comes he'll... back out of the hole. <laughs> and then uh, the Packers are going to be. Hey! And that's where I, I, you and I celebrate uh, Groundhog's Day like no one else does. Yeah. And this year from Puxatawney, Pennsylvania, we had the celebration. We had live uh, footage of what was taking place there. This Pennsylvania, now that I got my woman, this is real. I feel they're on stage. This is their riling up the crowd before the you groundhog makes their debut. Could you imagine people in Green Bay with little cheese heads on dancing yeah. around on a stage waiting for Aaron Rodgers one, to pop out of a hole? One thousand percent I could. One thousand percent. Absolutely I could. Because... <laughs> A lot of them don't like him, though. But I could see the, no, I could see they, the, I could see the diehards there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. They all have their their they hunting show, gear they on. They show up to shovel the snow for free. Right. They have the the hunting gear on. Yeah. They, they have the cheese hats on. They're they're ready to go. They're hey, celebrating. Woodstock Willie? Yeah. We need to Thank get there you. next year. Thank you, Mr. I want to be, be, yeah, be dancing 
for Woodstock Willie. If there's one thing that we want to accomplish in 2024. And since Keith is listening. Yeah. We want to go to Woodstock. <laughs> we want to be there yeah. for Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. We want Black and Abdallah. We want to be there on the scene. For we the want people. to shoot videos. We want to have live reports. Yeah. We want Captain J Hood to break into coverage every 20 minutes to get an update from us. We now go live. Live on the scene. We want to, we want to bring to you. Hey! <laughs> hey! Hey! Of course. Cap would get so He would hate it. He'd get so mad. It would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure we can find a partner to, to be sponsoring oh, uh, absolutely. our trip. I, that, oh, absolutely. Oh, come be a on. Great time. Who doesn't want to send us to Woodstock for right. a day? It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Everyone else is going to sporting events. We go to no. Woodstock Willie. That's the real news. It's something we can drive to. Absolutely. We can get it done. I I heard Jonathan say Aaron Rodgers is sitting in a hole like like the groundhog. He's going to pop out and see his shadow. Now, the first thing I thought of this morning when I heard him say that was... I heard that today, and I thought that was that was hysterical. Yeah, I thought that was good. It's uh, yeah, that, that's what we need to do next year. But we need to be there. Hey, yeah. I think we can do hey, it. Hey. If not, we should just go. Yeah. Uh, so the Bulls have some news uh, today. Uh, they ruled out Lonzo Ball for the rest of the season with his knee injury. They also signed free agent guard Patrick Beverly. Uh, he finalizes a deal with the Bulls. So the Bulls are a team that at this moment. Uh, the season has not gone well. They need more three-point shooting, and they sign a point guard who plays defense, doesn't create for others, and doesn't shoot from three. And as you add yeah, Beverly yeah. into the mix, he is now the eighth-best three-point shooter on the roster. Uh, <laughs> so Patrick Beverly is here to mix things up and to hopefully spark some uh, more energy and effort in the, those who lead this team. The Chicago Bulls as they head into the final 23 games of the regular season. And right now they're fighting for their playoff lives. They're fighting to get into the playing game. And at the moment, they're on the outside looking in at the all-star break. They're 11th in the conference at 26 and 33. And I think some people may look at Patrick Beverly coming home to the Bulls as this is going to be great. I think this is going to be a train wreck. I don't know how Patrick Beverly is going to be able to inspire DeMar DeRozan, uh, Nikola Vucevic, and Zach Levine to all of a sudden become different players and change the way the final 23 games of the season goes. What I don't understand about this move is that the Bulls don't have a defense problem. Like, late in the games, they do. The the Bulls are ninth in defensive efficiency. The problem is, late in games... They can't score. Right. That's their problem. They're last in three-point attempts. You got a dude who can't shoot threes. They're 23rd in offensive efficiencies. You got a dude who can't shoot threes. They're 17th in three-point percentage. They got a dude that can't shoot threes. Like, that's their problem isn't deep. Sure, you want to get someone that's going to kick your players in the ass, that's fine. But if is Zach Levine really going to be motivated by Patrick Beverly? You know, and then uh, adding to the fact that he doesn't shoot threes, I mean, the Bulls are just cornering the market on guards that play defense that don't create for others that don't shoot well from three, right? Mm-hmm. Like, isn't Caruso exactly that player? Yes. that's a, You have the guy. Yeah. You have a guy who's actually probably better 
than Patrick. But uh, Patrick Beverly and Alex Caruso are probably pretty close, comparable. But like, you can't play both of them at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Like, no. there, there won't be any spacing on the floor at that no. point. And what? How can you play Pat Bev with? How can you play him with um, Io? No, you DeSumo. can't. You can't. DeSumo you is can't. a worse three-point shooter than he is. You can't. So you're you're basically swapping Bev and Caruso with Levine, hoping that Levine can stay on the court and be a good enough offensive player in this situation. I, You know, it's it just I don't know how this is really going to help them. And obviously, it, it's bad that Lonzo Ball is out for the remainder of the season. He hasn't played in an NBA game since January 14th of last year. And that, that's crazy. That that was the last time that Alonzo Ball yeah. played in an NBA game. And at the time, the Bulls were playing well. They got off to a really hot start last season. They were the first place team in the Eastern Conference. And ever since then, they've kind of gone to what we've seen now for over a year. A team that's sub-500 that doesn't really have a future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think... Um, the other idea I had with uh, Patrick Beverly being brought in here is, are you familiar with the term smoking someone out? Yeah. Is, is that what this is? No. Is the, Bull, is the Bulls front office bringing in Pat Beverly to smoke out that some of the guys, especially the max player on the team, that you need like to, to like showcase that he's not the guy? Mm-hmm. Right, because Beverly's going to come in and speak his mind and be like, "No, no, no, no. these guys aren't getting it done. He's I know not that. giving the max effort." Is Beverly being brought in to smoke out the lack of effort from some of the other players? If that's the case, then they're not watching the games, right? You and I can see that they're not giving effort. The coach is calling them out on a nightly basis for not giving effort since November. So, what do you need? Patrick Beverly for to to smoke someone out. I'm watching the games and I can see that these guys don't give a crap. Like ever since that they didn't make a move at the at the trade deadline, this team has looked dead. Yeah. Like they're like, oh well, they don't believe it. They didn't make a move to add anybody. They don't believe in us. Like they just look like they're they are legit one two three Cancuning every single night. That's what it looks like. And this guy's not going to help. Listen, I like Patrick Beverly. He's coming home. He's playing in Chicago. He talked about how he's going to get to drive his kids to school every day and like he wants to be here around his family. That's great. I like Patrick Beverly as a player. I like him as a person. I like Patrick Beverly. He's not the missing piece for this team. And if you need him to kick this team into gear, then you're not watching the games because you can't see who's not playing with effort out there. Black and Abdallah. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Once a week here on Black and Abdallah, we talk college hoops with Tyler Ocker. Basketball U. You can find it on the ESPN Chicago app. He's our college basketball expert. He's producing tonight's show. Tyler Rocky joins the show with Black and Abdallah. 
Well, gentlemen, I'll just let you guys have at it. What in the H is going on with Alabama basketball? You want me to take it? Well, you scared? Honestly, with, scared. with, with my hand raised, it? can you guys explain to me the no, whole I'll situation? T- yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'll tell you what Maybe happened. So, yeah. um, Tyler's <laughs> like, I'll let Abdallah handle this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, put your news hat on right now. Put my news hat on. So, Darius Miles uh, has been charged with murder. One of their players okay. has been charged with murder, uh, with murdering, uh, murdering a twenty-three-year-old. Charged, charged with murder, murdering. With mur- I was reading the the the, the story here, murdering, uh, he, murdering twenty-three-year-old uh, Jamia Harris. He's not on the team though, right? He's not on the team anymore. He was okay. on the team, okay. Right. And so, supposedly, a teammate gave him the gun, and a couple other teammates were there as witnesses to the crime, right? Okay. And obviously, this is a very serious situation. Someone was murdered. And uh, Darius Miles was, was obviously kicked off the team. He's been arrested and everything like that. Well, now news today has come out that Brandon Miller, their best player, their freshman. Best college. Or he'll be the first. Well, we'll see now. But he would have been the first player taken in the NBA draft from college. From college. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you remove the uh, G League uh, guys. The Wembenyamas. The, the Wembenyama, yeah. the overseas. Yeah. He would have been the, the first Frenchman. player. Okay, so, so now he's, he's the best college basketball player. He hasn't going been to the charged draft. with anything. Okay, but a detective today uh, in the testimony said that Brandon Miller was the one that delivered the gun okay. to Darius Miles, and so now Nate Oates, the coach of Alabama, in his comments made some very stupid comments, saying that Brandon Miller has not been charged with anything. They're not familiar. He, they were told that he wasn't involved any in any way, and it was a wrong place, wrong time situation. Okay. Nate Oates has, said, has since amended his comments and put out a statement saying that when they talked to the police, they were told that Brandon Miller was just a witness and had no involvement whatsoever. That's what they were told. And so that's what they were going off of. And now okay. that this new information has come out today... It remains to be seen whether or not, since Brandon Miller was not charged with anything, whether or not the team will suspend him or kick him off the team or what will happen now that he is, that this detective in this testimony said that Brandon Miller is the one that delivered the gun. When's their next game? Their next game is tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So is he going to play? I don't, they haven't. They, they closed practice today. They did not have any media involved, many media except for Nate Oates. And then he had to put out a statement clarifying his statement, which was stupid in the first place. But, yeah, and this is also on the heels of Nate Oates just got a contract extension like a week ago. And so he's just he was relaying what the police told him. But obviously there's some form something something is not right. Right. And obviously, if Brandon Miller I, I is would the say one, something is not right. If Brandon Correct. Miller is the one that delivered the gun, he should absolutely be kicked off the team and charged. For delivering the gun that was used in a murder. Of course. And then there should be repercussions for whether it's the police or for Nate Oates or for the Alabama basketball program. But the basketball side of this is that their best player now is off the team, could be off the team. And if not off the team, then I don't know how he that you can let him play. Tyler, is there anything missing uh, from this? Uh, one other piece to that. There's another starter, Jaden Bradley, who's also sort of implicated in all of this as well. So this could be a team that could be out two starters. Yeah. And rightfully so. Like, I'm not – no one's covering for them. Like, if you if you were involved, you should be kicked off the team and charged. Absolutely. Tyler, what's the impact around college basketball with this situation? Well, it's just kind of wait and see right now. Like, is – if Brandon Miller plays – first of all, 
if he steps on a court, what's and it's probably been like this for about a month now. But like, what? Where's his head at? Sure. Knowing all, everything that's going down, and especially now, seeing that okay, your future. If if things go wrong here, everything could come crashing down as a result. There's not just the Alabama season, but your NBA future, everything mm-hmm. ahead of you too. On and this, top of this, and this is a team that when the first, like the initial, like the like the preview rankings were put oh, yeah. out, yeah. they were ranked as the number one overall seed this weekend. Yeah, we we talked to Tyler last week about that, right? Well, like, they were the number one team in the country, but the seedings came out, no, and now they're the number one overall seed. That was yeah. this weekend. Well, that's that's for the prelim of the tournament. Yeah, the tournament. Those yeah. don't matter. Yeah, but I that's know what they don't matter. Yeah, but it's kind of like when the the college football playoff committee yeah. releases their rankings. This is like a little teaser for that. Yeah. But we we do have this week a new number one. Yes, we right, do. Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yes, Houston is back in the number one spot after Alabama lost last week to Tennessee, and not really a surprise. I do I do think it was a little harsh to drop Alabama. Uh, Houston didn't really do much this past week, and Alabama lost on the road to a top 10 team. And Alabama has a head to head victory on the road against Houston. So I, I was a little against dropping Alabama, but you see what the committee thinks. It ultimately doesn't matter what the AP voters think because right. the committee sees Alabama as the number one overall seed. And I think it kind of shows you, too, that the games do matter and the head to head matchups do matter. And I think that's important. Northwestern was ranked uh, this week. I saw some Northwestern fans that were not happy that they were as low as they were. They oh thought they should God. have been higher. They're 21st. They, get out of here. I'm like, just saying well, they, they may or may not have beaten Indiana, great. and they're ranked below Indiana. I'm just saying. I'm just asking you and the Tyok in your rankings. Where do you have Northwestern? The Northwestern is a nice story. They're a fun <laughs> oh, team no. to follow. They've won their last three games at home. They play three of their last four to close out the regular season on the road against some decent opponents. If you split, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little... Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> their last three wins have been good, right? Like, you beat Purdue, number one team in the country. You beat Indiana as well. Like, those are good wins. But let me see you do it on the road against some of these teams. They, they could come crashing down to close things out. Uh, Kansas, State, uh, Kansas State and Baylor are playing right now. Kansas State has the lead, 55-46 over Baylor. Midway point, second half. What does this mean for the Big 12? I think this is a this is a good win. If Kansas State can hold on, this is a good win because they've lost three of their last four games. And the thing about, there's two teams, Kansas State and Iowa State, who have lost to the bad teams in the Big 12, but they've literally beaten every single good team in the Big 12 so far this season. And, and Kansas State, if they beat Baylor, that's a sweep of Baylor. Right. Um, so if, if they can go out and, and finish this off, that's a really good win for them. But more importantly, it's, a, it's another win against a good team for them. They've only lost to the bad teams this year in the conference, which is weird to see in a conference that's as good as the Big 12, but they've struggled against teams like Texas Tech, Oklahoma, and this is, would be a good win to get them off of their little slide. Do I see this right? Danny Zerman's Kansas Jayhawks, they're rolling once again Yeah, as we head towards March. They had a great win last night against TCU on the road. Um, Kansas, to me, they've done a really good job lately of not turning the ball over, and you, they just have that pedigree right now, and there's one player in particular that I think has really stepped up as of late, and that's K.J. Adams. He's their big man. Kansas isn't a really big physical team, but Adams is a super athletic big that they have who plays bigger. I think he's listed at like 6'8", 6'9". 
Um, but he plays way bigger than that. They showed last night on the broadcast. In high school, he used to be a lacrosse player. And so he's using like lacrosse athleticism sure. on a basketball floor as a, as a big man for this team. And he's got a, a long wingspan as well. So I, I really like what I've seen out of K.J. Adams as of late. And then they have Daywan Harris, a veteran point guard, which is so important in, in college basketball, especially now that there aren't very many good point guards in the sport. And Jalen Wilson, if Zach Eady wasn't playing as well as he is, Jalen Wilson's name would be right in the thick of the National Player of the Year race. But because Zach Eady's putting up these absurd numbers, he won't win it. And in the bubble watch, I'm seeing here that North Carolina probably, as of right now, is not going to make this tournament this year. If you took the, the <laughs> name off the front of the jersey no chance. with that resume, they would be, like, fighting for NIT right now. Oh. Like, they, they haven't had a single quad one victory this season. And for, for those of, that aren't familiar with that, it's, it's a home win against a top 30 rated team, a, a neutral site against a top 50, or a road win against a top 75. That's all according to the net rankings there. They don't have a single one yet. And they're, I think they have 11 losses now. That's the most ever in a season for a preseason AP number one team. Big disappointment for the Tar mm-hmm. Heels. Uh, is there a game you're looking forward to this week that we should pay attention to? So on Saturday, there's a couple good ones in the Big 12, but notably Texas on the road against Baylor. That game at 1 o'clock on ESPN. Texas at Baylor is the one that's got my eye. Um, and then St. Mary's plays Gonzaga as well uh, later at night that night. So St. Mary's on the road against Gonzaga. St. Mary's did beat Gonzaga earlier in the year, and a lot of people think that St. Mary's may be the best team in the WCC this year. The uh, home court situations for both of those schools, always fun to watch, too. Yeah. Late night hoops oh, on yeah. the West Coast. Uh-huh. Thank I you, mean, Tyler. It gets rowdy out there. Thank we'll you. Check out the podcast, Basketball U, on the ESPN Chicago app. Tyler Aki, he's our college basketball expert here at ESPN 1000, does a great job getting us ready for March Madness. And also, the yeah. golf show. That's right, this weekend. The golf show. Live event. Uh, now, if we come out to the gol- golf show this weekend to see you, Tyler, uh, can we ask one college basketball question to you off off the mic? Is that okay? Of course. All right. Any, anytime. It's golf this weekend. It is golf. This weekend, Rosemont Convention Center, Donald E. Stevens Convention Center in Rosemont. Um, we will be on from 9 to 11. That's so, awesome. Can't wait. All right. Go, go say go. hi to Tyler. Hey. Show him your, have him critique your hey. golf swing. The golf season's almost here. I know. That's what the golf it's show means. It's almost here. It means that it's almost time this to golf is again. great. I know. I love the golf season. There's nothing better. That's awesome. Golf show this weekend returns. We'll be listening. All right, Black and Abdul, we'll be right back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Tyler Aki producing tonight's show, Black and Abdallah. You can hear him tomorrow night on Black and Abdallah, 6 8, because Black and Abdallah, we will be in for Greeny tomorrow. And we'll cross off with Captain J. Hood tomorrow at 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 1000. That's right, in for Greeny.
right here on ESPN 1000. Also, uh, we want to remind you about the 25th anniversary celebration here at ESPN 1000. It's going to be the biggest party of the year. We'll have guests from ESPN 1000's 25-year history in attendance. You'll want to get your ticket to this. They will sell out fast. Friday, March 24th, doors open at 11 a.m. Live show goes from noon to 6 p.m. Where? At the House of Blues in downtown Chicago. You can purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. Search ESPN Chicago. 21-plus event with a valid ideas required. Lots of big names coming in for this event. Scheduled to appear, Jay Cutler, Robbie Gold, Mark Jean Greco, Sarah Spain, Nick Ferdell. How about this? The reunion of Mac Yurko Harry. Right, if you're a long-time ESPN 1000 listener, hey, Bleck and Abdallah, we were. We are. Yeah. We still listen, but we listened back in the day to Mac Yurko Harry. We both got an opportunity to intern for that show. Uh, and now we get to do this each and every night here at ESPN 1000. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Should be a great time. It's our 25th anniversary celebration, Friday, March 24th, 12 to 6. House of Blues, downtown Chicago. Get your tickets at LiveNation.com. Search ESPN Chicago. Should be a great time. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a huge party. It's going to be during the day. So it's technically a darty. So come on out. Have a darty with us. Have a darty. That's right. March 24th, 25 years of ESPN 1000. Can't wait. Uh, There are new emojis being released for your iPhone. That's right. It's a new way for you to be messy coming out in the uh, iOS uh, 16.4. What do you mean, messy? Just listen. This iOS 16.4, 31 new emojis, including the shaking face. What is it like? It's like, like, oh, like you're shook. No, like you're shook. And also... (laughs) Is this a high five hand or is that a talk to the hand? Uh, I think that's a like stop hand. Like, so, yeah, like either pause yeah. or talk to the hand. Okay, so talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. So that's okay. a new way for but people it's to sideways. be. sideways. It looks like a bookend. Well, no, but it looks like two, but you can do both sides. So you could high five. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, there's also a moose, a donkey, <laughs> a moose, a jellyfish, okay. some peas in a pod, okay. uh, some maracas. What looks like a flute, oh. um, but I'm I'm more concerned with the with the shook face, yeah, and the hands, the talk to the hand. And as our resident youth expert here, Tyler Aki, yeah, how will uh, the youth be using this hand? Have you seen this hand? Have you seen this? The stop no, I sign seen hand. This yet, the stop sign but, hand. Okay, so the it's the hand that looks like this. That's gonna be yeah. I, okay. So I'm guessing if there's any uh, crossing guard situations, there will probably be <laughs> utilized. Okay. Um, and then on top of that, I would say if someone's ever saying something absurd in like a group chat, yeah, you, you just send that. Yeah. yeah. Put the yeah. hand up. Stop. You just stop. Yeah. What about stop. the shook face? The shook face. <laughs> Isn't that one also kind of already existing? Like there's the, the head, like the mind blown yeah. one. Yeah. So is this really doing anything? Well, mind Wait, blown let me, is let me different take a look at this shook, shook right? face Mind blown is different than shook. You know what I mean? Like mind blown is like, oh my God, what's that? Shook is like, whoa, 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 Here. whoa, look at that. whoa, whoa. Tyler's taking a look. Abdallah's trying to uh, show him through the glass here in the studio. ESPN 1000. What do you think of that? He's seen it. Okay, so you know how there's like two ways to spell woe? Yeah. There's W-O-A-H and W-H-O-A, and they mean different. Well, they don't technically mean different things, but they mean different sure. things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the, the sideways shook face, 
that is the that is the woe w h o a and the other one is w o a h the mind blown is w o a h i love it that's great and there's also different colored hearts now for some reason oh, there's like a light nice. blue heart a gray heart a pink heart there's a ginger do you have a gray heart i don't have a gray heart that's good to hear there's a ginger and not like there's like a piece of ginger like that you eat what did you think i thought i know what you thought you're insensitive to red-haired people. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the food. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. We go to Gideon in Skokie. Hello, Gideon. Abdallah, it's Gideon. <laughs> Hello, Blake and Abdallah. I'm not familiar with any of those because I have an Android, not a... Gross. You would. You would. Gross. I know. Android. I know. I'm contrary. Um, anyway, I'm calling to tell you I told you so. Do you remember when I called about Illini versus Indiana and I told you I was really worried about Indiana because they had beaten us in football and then I was worried they'd beat us in basketball when uh, they played in Champaign? So I told you so. I told you on that call that Indiana was going to ruin Illinois' basketball season just like they had ruined our football season. And when they beat us on Saturday, in my opinion, they, they stabbed my heart. Oh, they, no. Oh, they no. What color, what color is your heart, Gideon? Which emoji color is your heart? Is it light blue, gray, or pink? It's orange and blue. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Go Illini. I-L-L. L-O-L. <laughs> um, I did L-O-L there. Thank you, Gideon. Gideon. Have a great night. Enjoy, Gideon. Get on that hog soon. We'll talk to you later, Gideon. It's too cold outside. Yes, yes, it is cold on the hog. Yes, yeah. Thank you, Gideon. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, see you guys. There he is, Gideon and Skokie. Uh, Frank in Ukrainian Village. We have 10 seconds, Frank. Got to be quick. Got to be quick. So I'm going to be quick. Two quick questions. So last night I called Tyler and I asked if AK had been extended. And... The thing is, why do you extend a coach with two years left if the GM who was here a year prior to that coach has not been extended already? Right. And, and number two, yeah. and number two, if Mr. Substract, who pays for subscriptions to me, rumors. Yeah, you're talking to me. Do you think there's any truth that the Bulls turned down three first-round picks, Rose, Toppin, uh, Grimes and Fournier for Levine, because that would be like the greatest deal you could ever get for Levine. Yeah, I think point. I think they would. Thanks for the call, Frank. Thanks for uh, for asking the question. We'll we'll try and talk some bulls tomorrow. Carmen in North Riverside, you want to say good night to the people? Good night, Chicago. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.